Kevin, today's episode is uh, sponsored by no one. I'd love to talk to you about great night's sleep I had, but it would have been better on a sleep number bed, but I can't talk about that. I can't endorse sleep number because they don't advertise for us and I'm torn up about it. I'll be good because I'll get the therapy I need from betterhelp.com. No, I won't. Uh, they don't advertise here either. You have a Fitbit? So it's going to be a, qu- I do have a Fitbit. Yeah. Well, I can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you can't talk about it. So, so many things that I can't talk about. Yes. This is a good thing that we aren't in this for the money or the advertising. We just do it for fun and entertainment. And whether we get paid or not, let's just get into it. Let's the do episode it. episode is ready to start. Welcome to the Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs podcast, where we inspire you to manage your money, Find your soul and cover your ears. Join host Hartley Wright, a certified spiritual director, and Kevin Bartolacci, director of research and education at Sunvold Financial Investment Advisory Firm. Together, they hope to help you discover the benefits of enriching your life as they entertain one another and hopefully you too. Welcome, everyone. This is, uh, this may, I don't know if we want to call this uh, our third episode or just maybe a bonus episode because uh, I don't know how much we're going to get into, but it is Christmas week, so we wanted to give you an episode heading into Christmas. So that's what Kevin and I are going to talk about. We're going to talk about some Christmas stuff and um, maybe some, probably get into some finances a little bit. And I want to talk about some matters of faith because, after all, that is part of who we are. So let me take care of, uh, I get the feeling somebody's out there saying, I don't know when they broadcast. I can't find the publishing. I don't even know why. I don't even know whose voice that is, but like, I'm not sure I want to continue to follow these people because they don't, they published on one day then they published on the next and they missed a week. Our first episode published on a Sunday uh, at the end of November. And then we came back the very next week, but later in the week and published on a Friday. Then we missed last week. I had some extenuating circumstances in my family and we went to another studio I had some issues that created some technical problems that when we were in post-production, it just, it just made sense to cut it for last week, which would have given us three weeks in a row. But now we're going to publish one, get this one out by hopefully the 23rd, which would be Friday, going into Christmas. So you'd have one going into Christmas week as a part of your Christmas pleasure. Um, but anyway, that would be three weeks out of four. So I thought I'd just take care of that housekeeping and saying that whatever, whatever day this publishes on, whether it be Thursday or Friday, We'll just go ahead and make that our week. But if you are a subscriber, Kevin, we have three subscribers. So that means all of our listeners are subscribing. That's stunning. Yeah. Because quite frankly, we're amateurs at this. <laughs> if you guys haven't picked up on that yet, uh, re-listen to the first part of this segment. And hey, if you're on a long drive to family members and you got some time in the car, go back and listen to one and two as well. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And if you have just, if it's like February or March of 23 and you've just found us and you're listening to catch up, this may not be that applicable, but that's, that's right. That's, that's it. So uh, if you, if you subscribe and follow those, will just come to you automatically whenever they publish and you don't have to, uh, you're going to cover the logistics of that. So I know it can be confusing. Um, Explain it to me because I have been lazy. You have electronically informed. sent me the link and I just go to wherever it clicks and, and I, I don't know how to tell people voila. to subscribe. Walk me through the process. If I'm one of the non-three subscribers that's hearing this, how do yes. I become a subscriber? So if you found us on Spotify, if you did a search and found us on Spotify and you want to listen to us on Spotify, you have to be on the page where you 
where you listen and where you find our podcast. Under the main heading for it, there'll be a little box that says follow. Now they've changed some terminology. Some use subscribe, some use follow, some pay for subscriptions, some don't. Well, if you click on follow, then that's the same as subscribing. And you'll be following our podcast. And then whenever it publishes, whenever it drops, it will come up to the top of your playlist. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Apple still has subscribe. So let me kind of compare and contrast this with the blog that I have. If someone subscribes, right, they put in their email address like 8 o'clock the next morning after I put one up, they get it in an email inbox. Right. Is this a similar process or do I have to log back in? Because what I'm hearing you say is I got to log back into Spotify and then this podcast pops up to the top of my list. Using Spotify as an example, if I listen to that while I'm working on my desktop, I just open up, I just open up the player, I, I open it up, and it's automatically there. I don't have to log you, in. You didn't receive kind of a, a notification. I did not receive way. a notification. It just pops up. There. It just pops up. Okay. That's it. Perfect. And it's just a simple, simple click, and it works like magic. Oh, yeah. Ke- Kevin, I want to kick into financial things yep. via this because I thought about something that I haven't thought about since I was about eight years old. And when I was eight years old, my mother contributed to a Christmas club. Mm-hmm. Like all year long, every month she would mention putting money into this Christmas club right. and putting it. Does that, does that terminology have any familiarity with you? Does it mean anything? It, it does. Okay. Um, so these existed? And still do exist. Is that right? Yeah. Not as common as it would have been when you were eight years old. I, w- I would think not because I haven't heard anyone talk about yeah. it since I was yeah. like eight years old. Uh, I might run into someone once a year that uses that terminology. Yeah. But yeah, they still exist. I, I don't know the dynamics behind Yeah, that. I don't need. I, I was really confused because my mom was in these things that were like clubs. She was in Family Circle, mm-hmm. which I thought that's just like a magazine and some, some creative things and you make things. But then these group of women who were homemakers, they would all gather around and do uh, the Family Circle. And it was like a club. And then Tupperware felt like a club. My mom yeah. had Tupperware was part of that. They'd have Tupperware parties, which I think I think many people are familiar with those. S and H green stamps. S and H green stamps. Oh my God. Here's what I here's what I think of when I think of the term S and H green stamps. Yeah, it scares me to death. I go running for the hills. I, I can't even Do you know how many stamps I had to lick yeah, to put I can into imagine. an S and H book? I'm sure there's some listeners who may not know what we're talking oh, about, but oh my gosh. Most of the listeners are going to have no idea what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Look it up. Google it. Oh my gosh. I think, um, so we're in mid-Missouri. If you travel past the lake and go, I think it's in Camdenton, maybe not anymore, but a few years back, the hardware store, if you pass on 54, had a little sign up that still had the S&H. Wow. Stamps and maybe they maybe they still rebated them if they even existed. I guess if you find some, you're going through some old junk and right find some. Maybe you can cash them in. I don't know. Oh, thank you for that memory. I'm gonna sure. I, I'll. I, I'm. Not, I just now have the low part of my day. S and H stamp. This is probably a good time to talk about a couple developments that are going on through our congressional bodies. Um, you guys might remember the Secure Act that passed a few years ago as a an updated version that's going through Congress now. Looks like they suggest it might be signed into law by year end, which would be amazing. 
Uh, I'm not going to read the whole act to you. It's got a couple of highlights. If you're an employer, there's a 100% tax credit. You put in a new retirement savings plan at your business. We have some enhanced saver match credits. Uh, these are for certain income levels. If they would contribute to retirement plans, whether that be an IRA or a 401k, they actually got tax credits. They're going to change the way they do that just a little bit. Uh, they're going to force that credit to go back into your savings accounts. They're giving it to you in a refund on your taxes. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, the whole point was to save money for retirement. And I guess they figured out if we give you, the government speaking, if we give you a tax credit, which is refundable, so if you didn't owe taxes, you got the credit, it, you're just going to go out and buy a big screen TV with it. <laughs> it kind of defeat the purpose. Uh, they've got some additional stuff with student loans. Maybe if you have student loans, you've been tracking this any money you're paying on your student loan debt will be eligible for a matching contribution in your 401k so we'll see what all the details of that as it comes out uh, if you're approaching your age 60 uh, there's going to be some additional contribution limits uh, catch-up contribution limits for people age 60 61 62 and 63 but that's not going to start until 2025 and probably the last one is if you're already uh, retired and you're worried about the required minimum distribution age, there's a proposal to raise that from the current standard of 72 years old to 75. Oh, wow. Congress doesn't always screw us. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> there's some provisions in this code, this SECURE Act, that are actually beneficial. So, uh, kind of give Congress a hard time. But in, in this case, there's actually stuff in there that's valuable to individuals. Wow. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's my Christmas <laughs> cheer about Congress. <laughs> Listeners, have you noticed that when Kevin's talking finances that I really don't interact with him? Uh, that should give you a hint and a clue. That's why he's, he's here. You know, when Santa runs out of money, when Santa has no cash, when Santa's broke, do you know what you call a broke Santa? Uh, I'm not going to be able to come up with the answer in time, so just tell me. Um, Saint Nicholas, Saint Ooh. Nicholas. Yes, that's good. <laughs> you know anything about this? There's these weird ads that have suddenly popped up, and you'll forgive me if if this has been in everything I follow, I missed it. But there are these crazy ads coming into some things that uh, if I'm watching uh, live TV, which I really only do for sports anymore. You watch sports, or you watch TV as one of your sports. <laughs> Uh, on TV. <laughs> you said I just do it for sports. I thought, oh, okay. is that like elk hunting? It's one of your hobbies? <laughs> yes, that's right. It's a, it's a sport. I just do uh, it for sport. Yes. At my home, we own 12 TVs so I can run from room <laughs> to room. And, uh, get watch. some exercise. Get some exercise. So that, live yeah. TV really means that you are live. live. You're moving. Exactly. That's right. Uh, right. That's how I get Perfect. my fitness. That's right. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm the skinny one between the two of us. Sorry, I derailed um, you. No, that's you're, you're that's back fine. on to that's, that's fine. <laughs> ads, what, strange what I, ads. What I want to ask is, do you know anything about these crazy ads that are and they're not they're not very good. Most of them start with the phrase, "Do you want to live in a world with no reward points?" There are people at a hotel and they're talking about how many rooms are available because people stop booking because uh, their their uh, reward points have been taken away by Congress. So it's a uh, interesting. Yeah. So do you know anything about this? Because the, the short answer is no. Okay. And I don't watch any live TV because the only sport I watch is baseball right. and it's over for now. So. Okay. So, so this is great. Our podcast can now serve a function. Listeners, 
I will fi- I will get into this, and by the next episode, does this apply to frequent flyer miles as well? I, I'm not sure. We owe it to our listeners to find that out. I would think so. I would think so because if it's re- if it's reward, unit. yeah, if it's a reward, yes. All right, we're expanding. <laughs> Three episodes in, you can't stop us. Yeah, but, we're out of control. <laughs> because if it is a reward, if it's reward points on credit cards, then airline miles, mm-hmm. car rental, sure, bonus points. I mean anything. That must be what it. That must be what it is. I got to find out about the cash back on my Sam's too. Well, that, I'd be more concerned about it than my yeah, hotel well, reward points. So Kevin just told you Congress doesn't always screw us, but I'm here to remind you that if you have reward points that you enjoy, Congress may be screwing you in the future. I don't know. It seems it's like possible. It. We'll see what we find out about that. <laughs> I do want to talk about a little bit because it is Christmas week, and I meant, how did that dog get in the studio? She's very concerned about the reward points. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, she heard reward. Yeah. So she has right. entered into the studio and said, bone, I need my bone. It's the barking dog singing Christmas. <laughs> I mentioned in our first podcast that the faith portion of this I'd like to present and just uh, always make aware people of where they can find presence for God. And so I thought, with Christmas time, there's a couple of things that I, I wanted to be sure and offer an invitation for listeners to hear God's voice, because I don't want to assume that everyone does. They might be searching for faith or, or trying to figure faith out. How do I know God's talking to me, or how can I figure that out? How can I sense God's presence? And so I just want to say that there is a, a practice that you can do, and Christmas time is a, is a good time to do it, but it's basically as simple as reviewing your day. It doesn't have to be any harder than that. The review helps us listen for the voice of, of God or what you sense as the, maybe the Holy Spirit, things that might be happening in your soul, and that allows us to connect with him easily. And so it's a really simple process. You just, at the end of your day, you sit quiet, you be deliberate about breathing and slowly breathing, so you kind of slow your, slow, slow your pace down, slow your mind down, just ask God to be with you. And it's a, it can be simple prayer. Just be with me, help me see, see myself as you see me. And then you give thanks, give thanks to God for the favors received. And then with that gratitude, uh, you just review your day. You just allow that to be a time where you reflect over the day, going over the memories of the day, face into the memories and the things that you're recalling. Face it with the, with the uh, knowledge that uh, you are loved and God loves you and cares for you. And then uh, as you do that, you might uh, face some things that are, you, might, you might have some negative things. Feel you held something. Maybe you spoke some harsh words or experienced separation or hurt or felt an absence of God altogether, you just take note of that. What did that feel like? And reflect on that. And then celebrate the good things. Review times where you did feel God's presence, possibly. As, but you didn't know it at the time. That's kind of the point of this. You didn't really see it or think about it at the time, but as you're reviewing it and you're going through what happened in the day, you're like, oh, I, I can see. That's where I, I guess uh, God was there. And so thank God again for the favors you've received. And then you look forward to the day, look toward the day to come. And ask God to give you the grace to face your day with faith, hope, and love. Then you can simply rest in the love of God as you go to bed at night. I suggest it at night. Most people who do this practice practice it at night because it's a good way to reflect and sure makes and sense. Take note of that. It's a discipline, just like putting money away every month for Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. Take the time to do it every day so that you get so that you find a way to notice God, make more space for Him. I have another thought too. Since it is Christmas time, we can think of Christmas in so many 
ways, and it has so many applications to us, but I think of it as a season for waking up to all the ways Christ does come to us. The emphasis at Christmas time on the birth of Christ that seems to be universal helps us celebrate his first coming in to us through the incarnation of his birth. Now, for me, it encourage, every Christmas time, I'm encouraged to anticipate the second coming, his second coming in glory. We commemorate that in the Easter season in the Christian world. But there's also such a thing as the third coming of Christ, and that is all the ways that Jesus comes to us right now, bringing light for our darkness, peace for our turmoil, hope for our despair. So this Christmas time, I invite our listeners and you and I to uh, practice waiting for the light to come into our life and then walking into our days awake to that light, watchful and more attuned to the ways in which Christ is coming to us presently in the moment coming to us now. So consider how you are being asked to open yourself to God who is present. He's present with us all the time, but as you think about how he comes in the middle of your daily, everyday activity. Yeah. All right. And then I want to offer this prayer. It's a simple prayer that uh, you can pray. Oh, holy God, open unto us light for our darkness, courage for our fear, hope for our despair. Oh, God of peace, open to us peace for our turmoil, joy for our sorrow, strength for our weakness. Oh, generous God, open our hearts to receive all your gifts. Amen. You so can, we, we have two encouraging notes already, one from Christ, one from Congress. Wow. What a week. What a, what, what a week. This, this should really help you feel. This should be so uplifting for the holidays. Yeah. And if it isn't, we also won seven points and lost zero last night. Oh, so. yes. That's, that's right. We are on a roll. Yes. Yeah, oh, on. Hey, by the way, last night was, I, I misspoke, last night was the best night I had in person, best bowling I've done in person. You know, I missed my so you had high a, scratch. That was my highest scratch game on series. Yeah, my highest scratch series live. Live. So, so the like other when one I, you when had I, was a pre bowl. When I pre bowl uh-huh. and listeners pre bowling, I'm sure you're already bored. Yep, <laughs> checked at out bowling. So <laughs> you've probably already tuned out. But if you're still with us, pre bowling is when I can't be there on the night that league. So I bowl ahead, and you do that just one frame right after the other. You tend to bowl better because you're just kind of in a in a rhythm. So right, viewers, we're currently in second place out of 14 teams. And when we started this uh, team, I told the guys, uh, I don't care if we finish 14th. And yet here we are, knocking on the door, first place. It's, yeah, it's stunning. He's emphasizing stunning because I'm on the team. I <laughs> Not bowled, just you. I haven't bowled in the league for. Uh, 30 years until this year. Michael's having to relearn to bowl two-handed. He's right. always been a one-handed bowler. But I'm dealing with chronic left knee pain. Yeah. I need a knee replacement. And I'm right-handed, so visualize that as a right-handed bowler. I have to bend on my left knee at the line. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that we're in second place is just remarkably stunning to right. me. I've been and, Yeah, and I've been bowling with the nerve damage on yeah. the left side of my <laughs> upper body. Doug's been steady all year, but the other three of us are improving. Right. My apologize. My apologies to the listeners for having to endure so much bowling talk. So Kevin is going to head down. Uh, he's in a couple of days. Head down and move his uh, oldest yeah, child from the Dallas Fort Worth area, Irving specifically, uh, back to Columbia, Missouri. Right. The national broadcast headquarters of this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah, we should get to move her on a weekend when the wind chill will be close to negative 30 degrees. So she'll be so happy to move from Texas right. back to Missouri. She's already complained about it. We haven't got here yet. So Right. Kelly and I lived in Dallas-Fort Worth area for five years. I loved it. Kelly didn't mind leaving. <laughs> Kelly would not want to move back. I would move back if circumstances caused that to be yeah. happening. But um, Yeah, my wife yeah. Courtney's a little disappointed, quite frankly. She likes to go visit. She likes to go visit. So she did tell me this past weekend, you know, we can go there without them. Yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> did you just leave it at that? Or you said, yeah. no, I, didn't, I didn't book any reservations. Yeah. Well, I right. got to find out about the points before I do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, everything's on hold. I'm doing anything until I find out about those reward yeah. points. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. we digress. Yes. Any uh, family traditions you do at Christmas time? Yes. Uh, the main one, I really don't know how old the recipe is at this point. My great-grandmother was born in 1886. I don't know if this was her original recipe or she got it from her mother. But we have a homemade ravioli recipe, and I remember being a kid, mentioned being eight years old in the Christmas club. I don't remember how early I remember this, but I remember my mother would prepare homemade ravioli for Christmas, and that was a big treat because that was the only time we'd ever get it. And then that went on for a few years, and then she started expanding it because it was such a hit. She started also doing it at Thanksgiving, so yeah, twice a year. Right. Well, um, I got that recipe from her, and I've been tinkering with it uh, probably for the better part of a decade. So that's what we do in our house now as well. That, uh, that's a big tradition. I met yeah. my son knows how to make it. My nephew Cameron knows how to make it. My niece, Michelle. So that's the next generation. So that, At least three is, in the next generation know how to make it. So this will literally be, this literally has already become a family thing. Whether they make it or not, right, they right. have the ability to. And a lot of times with things like that, when you're young, you don't think much about it. But as right. you get older, life behind you, you yeah. go back to those things and say, oh, I should make that ravioli. I just had it this past weekend. Sorry, I didn't Was share. it a warm-up? Was it a practice? No, I had uh, a friends of mine were coming in to visit from Knoxville, and uh, I asked them. They wanted to come see us Sunday night. And I said, have you ever had my homemade ravioli? And they said, no. And I said, then I know what I'm making you for dinner because you have to have it in your lifetime. Yeah. It was one of the better batches I've made over the years. So that was oh, wow. kind of nice. My friend Kelly, when she got there, I was just finishing up. She started looking at the stuff. She goes, oh, my God, this must take hours. I said, yeah, it does. Yeah. And you but just spent hours doing that, and you said it was one of your better batches. So good luck with this one coming up. I'm probably going to make it again when Giovanni comes to visit right after Christmas. Right. He is a uh, professional chef. So I'm going to enlist his help, and he's also bringing two other chefs with him. So wowzer. Wow. Three really? chefs in the house. Will Courtney be needing to cook at all the week no, they're there? No, no. Uh, what we tend to do when Giovanni visits is we'll say to him something like, hey, while you're here, is there anything that you've always wanted to make that you haven't yet? And then he tells me what it is, and I say, I'll buy the ingredients, you make it. Yeah, it's been great. So yeah. now with three of them coming at one time, uh, who knows what we might create. Yeah, We ought to have some interesting meals. That'll be a nice visit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, really nice visit. When my family, when there still was my family, my side of the family around, we had the tradition of having Christmas, doing our Christmas on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. and then Christmas Day would be with Kelly's family. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we continue that tradition, but it's just the four of us. 
Madison and I are going to cook Christmas dinner for the entire, the extended family. So that's great. We're more like a ratatouille in the kitchen, I would guess. No, I'm just kidding. I tend to not be able to get through the holiday without making uh, like 12 dozen cookies for some reason from scratch. So Is that when I smell when I walked in today? No. Were no, you baking was, something? No. Oh. Smelled like you were baking. Well, that's, that's just the aroma that <laughs> I present. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. What do you call a bunch of fanatical chess players talking about their game in a lodge sitting before a fireplace? My God, I have no idea. That's just too long of a description. Chestnuts boasting over an open fire. (laughs) Chestnuts boasting. (laughs) Oh, wait. There There it is. Chestnuts boasting over an open fire. Yeah. We may be done. Don't we can wrap it. Anything else? Yeah, we wrap this one and we want to make talk any, about what we want to talk about next time. Yeah, do we want to? Do we want to make any promises? Because if we promise something, we have to deliver. It's kind of like if you advertise something, then your host will endorse products. But sure, uh, yeah, talking about chess players. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the somebody out there is going to be offended by that. Right. Well, we can follow up on the rewards points because it's it's going to affect my holidays too. I have not seen these. Now you've got me very curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check it out. You sure this isn't some fringe group just trying to scare people? It, it could be. It could be a group from Texas who are still mad that they are not their own individual republic. Yeah. 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 Uh, because that's how the ads are. Do you want to live in a world without reward points? I remember some similar campaign not long ago about Congress is going to steal your 401k money. A client of mine sent me the link. Really? Yeah. It was a video that was about an hour long, and at the end of the video, this was the, the whole catch. You could send them money, and they would tell you what to do to avoid having Congress steal all your 401k money. Oh, of course. So we got to find out what they're selling. That's probably right. the key. If they're going to steal our reward money, how are you going to keep them from doing that, and how much is going to cost me? So that they don't steal my room. Right. I'm going to lean on you because I'm not watching live TV. Yeah, You're going to yeah. have to. I'm going to have to check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. We want to thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Don't forget to follow slash subscribe. Yeah. Whatever your service yeah. has is an ability to do that. We, we, yeah, love, we would that? love your comments in the feedback section. I don't even know if that's possible, but I always <laughs> hear that on YouTube videos. Subscribe. Help us out. And uh, have a great Christmas. Yeah. Be present. And we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. This podcast is for the purposes of education, information, and entertainment only, and is not a replacement for the professional services of a financial advisor, financial planner, spiritual clergy, spiritual counselor, or spiritual director. We suggest you seek out a trained professional for help with your financial and spiritual needs. The views and opinions expressed by the host and guest of Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs are solely their current opinions based upon information they consider reliable but do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations the host and guest may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions provided by the podcast host and guest are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.